0: Hello everyone and welcome to Tim's News Explosion for another week on this Monday the 11th of December 2023. Only 14 days until Christmas. It is the second last show for the year. Uh, Obviously in a fortnight's time it is Christmas Day and Then it is New Year's, so I'm taking Christmas and New Year off. Then I'm going to Adelaide for a week, having a break over the holiday period. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, Odyssey, and Rumble channel. You can also send through a super chat in the comments on Entropy. Uh, now I notice that uh, it's very uh, slow the uh, the 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 stream and uh, getting through to viewers at the moment. So if you're watching and uh, there and everything is functioning as it should be, then uh, please leave a comment below. I'm still on my MacBook, uh, which doesn't have a good central processing unit. I still haven't got my capture card fixed, so I can use my Flashbang Mac Studio. And so the reason I'm streaming on my MacBook is because it has the the inbuilt camera, uh, which seems to work on StreamYard. It is 9pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where it seems that summer is on one day and off the next it was raining on the weekend really really loud i shouldn't say loudly it was uh, but uh, certainly you got drenched quite easily it was muggy today apparently it's going to swelter again later in the the week we had one hot day last week uh, but let's start up north of all the the the, the traditional uh, tropical region of australia Queensland, uh, and now th- we saw the resignation on Sunday of uh, the last remaining uh, COVID era premier, uh, Labor's Anastasia Palaszczuk, who has uh, been in office since February 2015, won three elections, and uh, now the Labor faceless men. They had been trying to tap her on the shoulder for many months uh, to get her to stand aside before Christmas, because they didn't believe that she would win the uh, 2024 state election, which is due the last Saturday in October. Labor was behind 47-53, in the polls and the Liberal National Party opposition leader, David Crisofulli, was the preferred Premier, Anastasia Palaszczuk, until uh, her resignation had given every indication that uh, she was going to contest the next election. And had even uh, put together a presidential-style campaign video uh launch a soft launch uh for the election next year uh, but uh on sunday she said uh, well she used the uh, the national cabinet meeting last week as 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 a pretext that that's when she made the decision there and uh, made a a tearful a, a tearful resignation uh speech and a resignation will take effect from friday
1: I have given it my all, and I've run a marathon. Standing here today with these flags alongside and standing up for the people of Queensland has been an honour of my life. I don't believe anyone who comes after me will know how humbling it is. To travel this state and meet so many amazing people. I will finish this week at the end of this week as Premier and the next Premier of Queensland is for caucus to decide on Friday, giving MPs time to come back and soon the people of Queensland will have their say. I have fought the good fight, I have given everything. But now is the time for me to find out what else life has to offer. Life is good.
2: Life is so damn good. I mean.
0: And uh, Now, her tearful resignation uh, didn't make people forget her COVID-era border cruelty and also her vaccine segregation that is what she will most be remembered for uh one of her worst uh, w- the worst effect of uh her COVID era uh policy as well she was she said she was about keeping uh queenslanders safe uh protect protecting uh health and uh protecting lives well it's she only uh, talked about keeping Queenslanders safe. Uh, she 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 let a New South Wales unborn baby uh, die uh, because it couldn't get. It was turned away from this pregnant mother. Uh, she had to wait 16 hours for emergency surgery in Sydney after being turned away at the Queensland. Border. Uh, she lived in Benella, which is actually closer to the uh, Brisbane uh, Brisbane CBD, where all the major hospitals are. Because if you know the geography of uh, the, the of New New South Wales, uh, the Mid North Coast Northern Rivers is closer to Queensland. And you remember uh, that uh, during Mother's Day and Father's Day. Uh, families they could only celebrate through through the the, the makeshift uh, border uh, barriers that she had put up because it goes the border between Cool and Gatter on the Queensland side of the border and Tweed Heads it, it goes through basically a s- series of of houses. And so that was just uh, one of many uh, cruel decisions uh, that uh, that she made. She forced uh, those who'd had uh, cancer treatments in, in New South Wales uh, to uh, quarantine in hotels when that wasn't uh, what their doctors recommended meanwhile uh, nrl and afl stars they could quarantine at uh, five-star resorts with their families remember in 2020 uh, she hosted uh, the, the the afl grand final because of course melbourne was in its then second lockdown and then uh, the nrl grand final in 2021 because sydney was in lockdown Pella Conservative strand says, unborn baby, that's too humanizing. Call it a clump of cells. And uh, yes, that was also another one of her legacies, a legalizing abortion up until birth in Queensland. And so uh, that uh, edit of uh, uh, Palachuk's speech. Uh, that was put a resignation speech that was put together by Anthony Khalif Australian versus the agenda. And now the reason why she uh, was nicknamed the, the Chuk. And as I, as I said, Pala, uh, I, I pronounced her name as Palachuk uh, because that is the correct Polish pronunciation, but she told us that it was pronounced Palaszew. And so cause she tried to, <laughs> right. It, uh, she told the Queensland people and the media to pronounce her name a different way. Uh, during uh, COVID, she was simply known as the Chook. Although yesterday, uh, Miss Piggy uh, was uh, trending on Twitter uh, because, uh, well, you can see the resemblance there. Uh, uh, Pella Chook, uh, she also had the nickname the Chook because she had basically a a, a neck uh, like a, a chook. And she was compared to Miss Piggy because, well, for the last year of her reign as Premier, uh, she had basically checked out and it was more interested in being on the red carpet at Logies or other uh, events uh, for the elites. And of course, Miss Piggy, the diva from the Muppets also liked uh, being uh, on the the VIP lists and uh, attending events. Although I'm not sure uh, Palachuk, whether she she knew uh, karate chops like uh, Miss Piggy is famous for. And uh, so... There is only the the last uh, COVID era leader standing, and he's not a premier, the chief minister of the ACT, Andrew Barr, and uh, now he was the only uh, COVID era leader uh, to not implement a vaccine passport system uh, so canberra and the act did not have vaccine passports which was good though andrew barry still locked down the the act in late uh, 2021 over a single case which of course didn't uh, stop the spread like the same in new south wales and victoria and he did mandate masks but he was far from a tyrant I, it's which uh, ACT is still a one-party state though uh, because it is uh, where all the public servants live and they vote Labor and the Greens. It's a Labor Greens coalition. Uh, Andrew Barr faces a, an election next year, uh, which is likely to be is likely to be re-elected again. He's been the chief minister since 2014, since uh, Katie Gallagher, the Mean Girl uh resigned as chief minister uh to uh, be the ACT senator in the federal parliament so we're seeing Scott Morrison he, he's still in parliament but no longer prime minister uh so Anthony again, australians versus the agenda uh, uh, put a, put a list uh, so uh, Dan Andrews podcasting and golfing Anastasia Pellache just resigned Gladys Berejiklian Optus executive dominic parrot he's still a backbencher in the new south wales parliament mark mcgowan now is a consultant for bhp and co stephen marshall marshmallow well he was voted out at uh, the 2022 south australian state election he's now on the board of u.s defense company peter gutwin uh, the uh, former Tasmanian Premier. He resigned, now the Chairman of the Migrant Resource Centre, because, of course, that's uh, 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 that's exactly what we need at the, the, the moment, our politicians serving uh, the migrant community. And Michael Gunner, uh, remember Crazy Eyes, Michael Gunner, if you're anti-mandate, you are anti-vax. He's uh, now the lead in Fortescue, future industries. So a lot of them uh, from the, the mining states go into mining, uh, except for Marshmallow, he is now uh, with the uh, with the military industrial complex, uh, like the, the former uh, Federal Defence Minister from South Australia, Christopher Pan. So the question is now, uh, with less than a year to go until uh, the Queensland state election, who is going to uh, succeed? Anastasia Palaszczuk. Uh, so her deputy, uh, Stephen Miles, uh, he has put his hand up. He is known as the uh, the uh, parliamentary head kicker, attack dog. He always went for the attack uh, with uh, scott against scott morrison and new south wales during COVID, i, I sorry i should say he's doctor uh, stephen miles he has a phd in trade unionism uh jim chalmers the federal treasurer he's also a doctor he's has got a phd in uh, paul keating uh say so, uh, He's put his hand up, Stephen Miles, and also uh, the Minister for Health and Minister for Women, uh, Shannon uh, Fentiman. I almost mispronounced her name as Fentanyl. Uh, Now, she is, of course, uh, the Women's Minister who introduced uh, the, well, uh, pretty much uh, gender uh, self-ID in Queensland. So to change gender in Queensland, you just need a stat deck, uh from two people who've known you uh for i think it's uh 12 months that passed the queensland parliament earlier this year and of course uh, this was her answer uh to uh, the question what is a woman
2: to be Inclusive, anyone that identifies as a woman is a woman and as the minister for
1: women i take a really inclusive approach and we want to govern for all queenslanders But all people who identify as a woman are part of our policies and strategies to advance gender equality, because gender equality is inclusive. You know, it's not one group advancing at the expense of another. Let's be inclusive and bring everyone.
0: Uh, So she's inclusive of everyone who identifies. As a woman, and uh, we we are seeing, uh, obviously, when it comes to uh, women's sports, uh, there's a, a lot of well uh, advancement uh, in uh, in uh, uh, women's sports because well, there's biological men uh, competing who are stronger uh, than uh, than women. Uh, now, uh, Rick Nielsen has said Queenslanders can't escape the tyranny. The former uh, chief Health Officer, that's Dr. Jeanette Young, is now the the state governor, and of course she was uh, complicit in those hypocritical decisions to allow in footballers, celebrities, including Danny Minogue, uh, while the ordinary plebs are there to be in hotel quarantine or denied uh, exemptions uh, to travel into Queensland at all. Uh, so they have a better uh, chief health officer now in Dr. John Gerard. Uh, Now, down here in Victoria, uh, we are thankfully rid of both Dan Andrews as Premier and uh, his uh, Chief Health Officer, uh, Dr. Uh, Brett uh, Sutton. There was an appalling uh, puff piece in The Age, uh, uh, which uh, he talked about his time with Doctors Without Borders, or uh, uh, we we made sure we didn't get shot by the Taliban, blah, blah, blah. And of course... uh, had some photos of when he was younger. So all the, uh, the those uh, women who have the, the, the Brett Sutton cushions uh, can uh, have their hearts flutter for the chotty again. Uh, now, Dan Andrews, uh, he is back here in Victoria. It doesn't seem like the New York job maybe uh, worked out for him or fell through. Uh, now, he was at uh, last week, uh, the National Gallery of Victoria gala and uh, he uh, there was uh, one of the uh, the the women who attended decided to give him uh, a piece of her mind about uh, how uh, much the 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 lockdowns his lockdowns affected her and her children and Dan uh, scurried off with his wife a calf and uh, made for an exit but it clearly hurt Dan uh, because uh, he was on a podcast uh, last week uh, called uh, Socially uh, Democratic. Uh, so he's, uh, he, he's previously been on a, a golf, uh, golf podcast and uh, he addressed uh, the people who call him uh, Dictator Dan and uh, this was his uh, response. There's, there's, there's a lot
1: to be said. Like, that's how you gather up uh, wisdom, is by sitting and listening to people. And, you know, look, I mate, I locked people in their homes for two years. I know that. I know that. And I know that, you know, dictator and all this sort of stuff, that's all fine. And if that makes people feel better by describing me in those terms, look, good Good luck. You know, in uh, Victoria, the haters hate and the rest vote Labor. And that's fine by me. That's fine by me. They call me whatever you want. But what really matters is not that nonsense, that noise, that vitriol, that after dark bullshit and that's all that it all that it is the worst of american politics imported into ours what really matters and what makes up for all the nonsense is when you sit with families like that and you listen and you say righto that's the plan we're going to get on and do it and then you do and and you can see the difference you absolutely can see the difference
0: uh, so I finish off there with a whole bunch of a uh, nothing empty statement there. Uh, and he also, in that podcast, uh, attacked uh, the corruption uh, wa- uh, watchdogs uh, and uh, uh, criticised uh, the recent Omnisman uh, report uh, uh, by uh, Deborah Glass, uh, which uh, found top uh, transport bureaucrat. Bloor- Bureaucrats were kept in the dark about the hundred, well, 125 billion dollar suburban rail loop. It's the it could be as high as 200 uh, billion. Uh, Dan Andrews said that uh, they have their opinions and views. They're entitled to those, but uh, they're not entitled to pretend that anyone voted for them. Also, Deborah Glass has done a report into uh, the jobs for the boys because uh, James Molino, the former. Dan's former deputy is now the head of the suburban rail loop. Now, obviously, we all had a sigh of relief uh, when uh, Dan Andrews uh, resigned as Premier. Uh, Jacinta Allen, uh, she's a lot less of a cunt than uh, Dan. Uh, to, is 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 probably her biggest uh, biggest asset, though. Dan Andrews he was uh, snapped yesterday at uh, Caram Downs Shopping Plaza. Uh, it seems talking to the locals, and now I know that shopping plaza well uh, because it was in uh, my five kilometre radius uh, during uh, Dan's lockdown. So it's one of the few shops that uh, I could go to. Now, uh, this uh, shopping plaza is in the electorate of Dunkley, uh, which uh, there'll be a by-election for next year uh, because of the the sudden uh, death of the Labor member, Peter Murphy, last week uh, from cancer. And uh, so when this uh, photo was snapped, now talking to locals at a, a shopping centre, that's what candidates do, is Dan Andrews considering entering federal parliament uh, via a, a, a the seat of Dunkley at a by-election. It's... It'd still be classified as a marginal seat. I mean, Peter Murphy only won it on a second attempt in 2019, thanks to a redistribution. Uh, She uh, she increased her margin to 6.3% during the 2022 state election. Although Dan Andrews, of course, he's not a local. He is electorate's 40 minutes up the road in Mulgrave, though I think he lives in uh, Brighton now. That's where his primary uh, residency is, allegedly, though I think he still has a, a home in Mulgrave. Though, obviously, Dan resigning as Premier, he doesn't have his state security anymore. So if he was to be the candidate... Uh, then uh, how would he go on the campaign trail with all the cameras there every day uh, dealing with the public? And of course, any punter uh, would be uh, should, should feel entitled to ask him any uh, question. And uh, now it was confirmed to uh, six news uh, last night, uh, which is run uh, by a group of teenagers headed by uh, Leo Pugliese. And now, now, It might be run by teenagers but it's still a more a more reputable news source than all of our legacy media uh they uh, got a tip from labor insiders that uh, dan was being uh, considered as a candidate for the seat of dunkley and dan andrews in canberra where if he was in the lower house he could become prime minister I mean, that sends chills down my spine. I, I'm not sure about the the, the, the rest of you uh, there, but, uh, well, would the, the rest of the nation uh, cop him as Prime Minister? We know that Albanese is behind in the polls. If he was uh, to, well, he's got to win the seat. There is a cost of living crisis, uh, which is affecting outer suburbs like Frankston, uh, where Dunkley is cent- centred upon. Uh, so it wouldn't be a, a smooth smooth sailing in, uh, though he would probably be uh, catapulted into the Albanese cabinet immediately. But Dan is uh, still relatively young in political years, uh, 51 years old. So uh, we shall see. Uh, but uh, yes, I was certainly shocked uh, when I saw him uh, in my local area yesterday. I don't want to see him around anymore. Now, moving on to federal politics. So, last week, uh, the Albanese government uh, passed uh, the preventative detention laws aimed at, I should say, attempting uh, to uh, re-detain uh, some of the 141 high-risk detainees who uh, they released uh, following the High Court's uh, decision against indefinite immigration detention, but they have to make an application to the court uh, for uh, preventative detention. The maximum uh, that a court can detain someone for if they do is three years, and it's reviewed every year, so there's no way that all of those 141 are going to be re-detained and certainly none before christmas though uh, there are six who are back behind bars and that is because they have reoffended and the the the, the first couple uh broke uh, last monday uh which uh, which was of course a uh, the afghan refugee and convicted sex offender Aliwa Yawari, a accused, a charged of indecently assaulting a woman at an Adelaide hotel. And then there's a second ex-detainee, Muhammad Ali Natteri, who was uh, found uh, with uh, cannabis in Western Sydney, a third, uh, Abdemol uh, Muhammad Alwad. Uh, so, he has been charged with stealing luggage from a sleeping traveller at uh, Melbourne Airport. Uh, fourth, Emran Dard uh, was arrested in Dandenong for allegedly breaching his reporting obligations as a sex offender. He was a leader of a local grooming gang a year before uh, his uh, release and was convicted for that. He was allegedly talking to children on TikTok. Uh, So a fifth detainee was arrested in Queensland on an outstanding warrant seeking to return him to prison in New South Wales for breaching parole conditions over an earlier conviction for assault. So uh, the federal government didn't even do their due diligence to see if there was any outstanding warrants on the criminals that they released. And then another one has been uh, charged uh, with uh, breaching uh, the curfew and uh, wearing uh, the ankle bracelet. Uh, now uh, the uh, the laws uh, that uh, that uh, beefed up uh, the visa requirements, including the curfew and the uh, and the ankle bracelet, they are being challenged in the the high court by uh, the head of refugee legal, uh, David Mann, uh, who argues that they are punitive, which he claims only a high court. Oh, sorry. A court can issue punishment. Uh, that was uh, what uh, what uh, the the high court ruled that only. Uh, well, a court uh, can pass a a sentence. So there is going to be a challenge on that. When you listen to uh, David uh, David Mann in his various interviews, he makes you blood boil because he basically tries to downplay uh, these people. Uh, you know the release of these people saying oh there's uh, people in australia who are released after uh, after uh, their time in uh, in prison, after similar uh, uh, sentences, and this is an only small cohort who can uh, be uh, who can't be uh, uh, deported, which would usually happen, and also who makes my blood boil is Dr. Kim Rubenstein of the University of Canberra. When I heard her on Radio National, she said oh, that we shouldn't discriminate against people who uh, haven't been able to win the lottery of life by being Born in Australia, we need to think of a, a global uh, community. That's not a legal opinion. That's basically her political uh, philosophy there. And of course, these people like uh, David uh, Mann and Kim Rubenstein, uh, they they seem to live in an ivory tower where they have their legal idealism and uh, legal, you know, their 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 legal theory. Uh, but uh, of course, uh, when it comes to well, the, what happens in the real world? Uh, it's completely different to their idealism, and ordinary people are the victims, uh, like that uh, that uh, woman uh, in Adelaide, the alleged who was allegedly the victim of the indecent assault of uh, of that Afghan refugee, and uh, now. Even though Claire O'Neill and Adam Giles said that oh, we uh, didn't want this uh, uh, decision, if it was up to us, they'd all be in prison. But it turns out uh, that uh, the Attorney General, Mark Dreyfus, he actually la- allowed uh, the Human Rights uh, Commission uh, it, uh, to lobby on behalf of the, uh, the plaintiff in uh, the in this case uh nzyq remember uh the ringer muslim who was convicted of raping a 10 year old boy uh so i uh, Dreyfus allowed them to uh lobby uh for this uh, to the high court for this uh, precedent to be overturned in response to a letter from uh the commission president roslyn croucher uh, so it seemed that mark Dreyfus. I but he was uh, happy uh, for a taxpayer-funded body uh, to lobby for a decision against what the government had uh, had uh, wanted it seems to be quite contradictory there and uh, Mark Dreyfus he appeared at uh, a press conference last Wednesday uh, with Claire O'Neill and uh, Andrew Giles and he uh, You've probably all seen it. His response to Sky News journalist Olivia Kaisley uh, when he was asked about whether the Australian people were owed an apology given what's happened uh, with these uh, alleged re-offenders.
1: Do you owe an apology to those in the community that have been subjected to
0: misdeeds by some of these individuals?
1: Olivia, the reason that these people have been released from immigration detention is because the High Court has made a decision that means it is illegal for us to continue to detain them.
2: I want to suggest to you that that question is an absurd question. You are asking a Cabinet Minister, three Ministers of the Crown, to apologise for upholding the law of Australia, for acting in accordance with the law of Australia, for following the instructions of the High Court of Australia I will not be apologising for upholding the law. I will not be apologising for pursuing the rule of law. And I will not be apologising for acting... Do not interrupt. I will not be apologising for acting... I will not be apologising for acting, apologising for acting in accordance with a High Court decision. Your question is an absurd one.
1: OK, I think we'll move on, on here. Yep.
0: Uh, what a piece of shit! And uh, Lady of Shalott. Uh, unfortunate for her, Mark Dreyfus is her local member. As uh, said, he is so arrogant. Ring up his office and get ready to spoken to like shite. And as far as I know, he doesn't actually live in his electorate. And you could see the 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 high and uh, he, high and uh, mighty. Uh, 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 attitude that he took you're speaking to officers of the crown Uh, we will not apologize for again uh, he's having that uh, he's having that legal idealism and legal theory that uh, you know we uh, we're not apologizing for upholding the rule of law and uh, complying with a high court decision even though uh, you could have had in case the high court ruling went against well uh, what we think uh, that you wanted I mean, with Mark Dreyfus, it seems was very it, it, it's it's confused about whether the government wanted this uh, decision overturned or not. But they did have no legislation ready to go. They just released release these people, and I remember at the time Claire O'Neill and. Andrew Giles, they just shrug their shoulders and saying, "Oh, this is what we have to do." It was only because of pressure from the opposition and outrage in the community. And I know that politicians uh, don't like to apologise for things. I mean, Dan Andrews always said, "I have, make no apologies for keeping people safe." But Dreyfus saying, "We are not going to be apologising. Uh, we're not even going to be expressing our, our sorrow," a uh, or or, or Empathy uh, with the uh, the alleged victims here. Just say we did the right thing, and these things we don't we're not going to address. It's absurd. Question. I mean, it seems like he was basically shouting at the people of Australia. You don't understand why uh, this uh, the way things are, and it was an appalling look. And. Uh, there were the usual uh, Labour drips on Twitter who uh, apo- who were apologists uh, for Dreyfus, say, or oh, saying, "Oh, the the press gallery have glass jaws," and oh, he just uh, uh, recently his wife had recently died, so, so give him a break. He should still uh, be professional. Uh, he was the one who whose uh, uh, response was unbecoming. And the sooner uh, he uh, retires, he's in his late 60s, the better. Uh, he's always been a, a piece of work. And despite him being a Republican, he still calls himself a King's Council, not a Senior Council. Uh, now, he did apologise to Sky News journalist Olivia Kaisley. Uh, there uh, were a few uh, members of the opposition, including Dutton and uh, Lay, who said there was a misogynistic uh, streak uh, to uh, Dreyfus's spray at Olivia Kaisley. He wouldn't speak to a man like that. Though so I do remember Scott Morrison a, 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 a losing his call cool at uh, Andrew Clonell one time when uh, questions questioned over, uh, the, the, the Brittany Higgins, uh, 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 allegations back in, in 2021 and said that, uh, oh, you'd be aware that, uh, there'd be, uh, somebody in your own organization who was investigated, uh, for harassment in a female toilet. And what that actually was about, uh, in the end was that uh samantha maiden had had confronted a another uh female uh, f- female news corp John, journalist uh in uh the women's bathroom and it was uh it was over if i just bring up the if i can bring up the uh the the this story here uh so It was to do with uh, two News Corp uh, journalists, I think, going going over to uh, uh, competing for the same uh, press gallery, uh, a press club press club uh, position, and Sam Maiden was basically saying you shouldn't uh, we shouldn't have two News Corp people uh, running in competition with each other. That's what it was all about. But uh, Scott Morrison was trying to make it out that oh, there's you know there's something there's been an incident in your or organization as well Uh, that was so a a male politician has snapped at a male reporter although the ultimate test uh, like I told you about uh, the labor apologists for uh, Dreyfus and of course they don't like Sky journalists right-wing network i remember uh these same people 10, 10 years ago i uh, they all went off at tony abbott uh for being a misogynist when he was being uh a he was being repeatedly a, 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 repeat a, 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 uh, this uh, journalist, uh, uh, Bridie Jaber, was uh, repeatedly putting questions to him and talking over him. And he said, Look, calm down, Bridie. And so that was, oh, he's telling a woman to calm down, implying she's uh, hysterical. And so that was a that was a a big uh, apparent uh, misogynistic uh, moment. Uh, but uh, apparently, uh, Dreyfus gets a free pass from the left. And uh, oh, the question that the, the Sky News uh, journalist asked—he was right all along. It was a it was a it was an absurd uh, one. So that was uh, that was uh, uh, the the one. What, what, the the migration uh debacle from last week let's move on to uh this week's migration uh debacle and that is well a anthony albanese on saturday uh he said that we needed to get uh, migration down to sustainable levels and it reminded me of julia gillard's uh soundbite uh, when she was a uh, prime minister talking about a sustainable Australia, not a big Australia. And uh, so we had a two days after Albanese hinted at, well, a pivot. I, sh- she announced today the, uh, well, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it was uh, pledged as a, a crackdown on rotting. And import uh, skills, and uh, of course, uh, so the phrase was returning net migration to normal levels because we had half a million uh, net migrants in the last financial year, and so the federal uh, f- uh, f- uh, the the federal government uh, uh, they said, look, uh, next year. Uh, it, it, it was projected to be 440,000 uh, uh, net migrants. Uh, but with our new 25 policy commitments, uh, we're going to slow that down to a more sustainable 375,000 and get it down to 235,000 by 2026-27. The last non-COVID year, 2018-19, the net migration a, a, number was 239,000. So there, there's still going to be a, <laughs> round about a quarter of a million net, uh, uh net more, uh, net more people in Australia every year. Uh, so that is certainly not a slowdown. And, uh, so the changes, uh, we, uh, which, uh, a well you'd basically just call sort of window dressing that oh <laughs> it's a crackdown uh, but we're still going to have uh, uh hundreds of thousands of people coming into australia net <laughs> net migration uh, this year uh, so it's a crackdown on uh international student visas uh so she's pledged a a a crackdown on the back doors that allow people to visa jump and attend ghost coll- uh, colleges because that has been going on for years, uh, that, uh, many, uh, from India, China, other Asian countries, uh, come here to, uh, study and, uh, then have used that as a backdoor way, uh, to, uh, work and then get permanent uh, a permanent residency into Australia Uh, now obviously on an individual level I mean Australia has better living standards uh, than those countries I mean you can understand on an individual level uh why uh many of those young people Want to come here? Some of my best friends have come to Australia uh, via this uh, backdoor way of uh, study and then working and then getting uh, permanent per, uh, per, permanent uh, permanent residency and sometimes even citizenship through a migration agent. Although uh, even though uh, they end up staying here, uh, they still and some get Australian citizenship. They're still they they're still not Australian and many of them admit that uh, that uh, they're not Australian they don't integrate they still have their loyalties uh, to their home country Uh, they still I I mainly uh, practice uh, their own uh, culture and uh, only only socialize a lot of the time uh, with uh, people from their own culture in australia and of course another another uh way that uh net migration is increased through family reunion uh provisions that's uh that's another uh another uh wrought uh there and uh going back to this story uh the, uh the 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 real i uh real i would say uh alarm or or obvi- obvious obvious O- obvious uh, change uh, that shows that this is not a a real migration reduction is uh, that uh, they they're going to be fast tracked uh, those uh, who ha- who are deemed to have uh, high schools. Uh, so the so uh, the, uh, there of course is uh, uh, there's always changes to the skilled work visa program, and so offering more paths to permanent residency for a new skills. In-demand visa program and developing a specialist skills pathway that the government says will drive innovation and create jobs, create jobs, and import migrants to fill those jobs. The pathway will remove occupation lists for jobs that pay above one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. Remove the government forecast will add three thousand skilled workers worth three point four billion to the budget bottom line over coming decades. Again, it's about the uh, revenue. Uh, so Claire O'Neill uh, said, especially in healthcare, the digital economy and jobs needed for the transition to net zero. And this is where, if you weren't alarmed about uh, that, this is basically a fake uh, fake change. Uh, the Business Council of Australia chief executive was there, and so was the, Australia, uh, the Australian Council of uh, Trade Union Assistant uh, Secretary. And uh the national secretary were there as well when big business and big unions get together, you know uh that the ordinary Australian, the little guy, has uh been screwed over now a lotus in the chat uh, can can all of you please stop talking about auditing australia why are you talking about another youtuber uh while you 're in here i mean i I do this show to to bring you the news i don 't even watch. Auditing uh, Australia. Uh, so I enjoy your participation, uh, but uh, please keep your uh, keep your comments uh, relevant uh, to uh, the news explosion. So yes, this is basically a big nothing burger, tinkering around uh, the the edges. Now, last week, uh, the at the national cabinet meeting uh, when. Uh, that when apparently Anastasia Palaszczuk suddenly decided she wanted to resign uh, that was mainly about reforming the National Disability Insurance Scheme more like the National Disability Insurance Scam uh so uh that is uh, you remember 10 years ago uh, when Julie Gillard, she knew she was going to lose uh, the next election, but wanted to leave a, a legacy. The National and Disability Insurance Scheme she signed all the states up to that, uh, locking in uh, insane amounts of uh, spending uh, into the the budget. A real booby trap uh, for the incoming Abbott government, and it was uh, it was at the time uh it was it, it, it was uh, the budget it was only supposed to cost the, the budget uh 14 uh, billion and uh would only uh, would only have uh, 400,000 participants uh, but uh fast forward a decade uh, this year it'll cost thirty thirty five point five billion, and uh the the ndis is is uh, uh, will become the biggest uh, biggest budget expense more than the defense budget and the age pension uh, so if it's uh, not not reined in it could cost taxpayers in the vicinity of a hundred billion dollars every year and uh, because there are independent NDIS providers, uh, when there's a big pot of money, billions and billions of dollars, the fraudsters and the uh they come out wanting some of our money. And uh, so there's been NDIS, uh, NDIS services funded by the taxpayer for crystal therapy, dolphin therapy, overseas cruises, even uh, visits from prostitutes. And uh, the biggest, uh, well, uh, the the biggest growth uh, diagnosis for participation in the NDIS is uh, children with uh, autism, or uh, another term that's been used, uh, developmental uh, delays. Now, in my opinion, uh, autism is... Is way uh, too uh, readily diagnosed. I mean, if a child is a bit uh, eccentric or a bit slow or a bit socially awkward, autism uh, diagnosis. There's even adults who are, who, who are now diagnosed. You've been autistic all along. And then also, there's a lot of kids who are hyperactive uh, diagnosed uh, with ADHD, and then they're drugged on on Ritalin. Uh, which has been an absolutely abhorrent uh, modern uh, big pharma uh, development, and so uh, the, uh, part of the agreement that the NDIS minister uh, Bill Shorten struck with the states is that uh, uh, the, uh, that uh, to to well, c- cut down on uh, the the amount of children with autism being put on the NDIS, uh, the states will basically resume how uh, schools and other uh, educational support services uh, treated or accommodated uh, students with autism in the past. So teachers' aids, that sort of uh, thing, uh, mainstreaming them in schools. I mean, I remember when I was at school, there was, uh, uh, there there were uh, teacher's aides who'd uh, help, with, uh, help uh, uh, children who had uh, developmental or uh, physical disabilities. I thought that was a good system. I 100% support uh, mainstreaming and I really think that uh, like, like I said, a, I'm not a i'm not I'm not a believer that uh, the incidence of autism has increased, but certainly the diagnosis has. and we're all a bit different. Some of us are more socially awkward than others. Some are just like social butterflies. They have the gift of the gab. We're all different in a way. Why do we need to medicalize all different uh, personalities? Now, another uh, Gillard legacy, uh, when I say legacy, budget legacy, a uh, uh, she uh, locked in uh, what was termed the, the Gonski uh funding 320 billion extra uh taxpayer dollars in school funding uh so I, the it was by David Gonski and it was basically uh throw more money at education and you'll get uh better better results uh well let's fast forward uh 10 years and we're actually doing Worse in their uh, the PISA rankings in mathematics, uh, science, and and reading, and of course uh, places like uh, Singapore, uh, Japan, Korea, uh, Taiwan, all of those uh, tiger uh, Asian countries uh, where there's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, emphasis on academic achievement, they are shitting all over us. And we are basically uh, down in the the mid level uh, territories. Nations like uh, Poland and uh, Ireland are ahead of us. The UK, uh, in, although we are still being, uh, still still doing better than uh, New Zealand. Uh, so at least <laughs> it's good. in in that regard but yes uh spending 300 and, uh, th- th- extra if you divide that by 10 32 billion dollars extra every year for worse results now there was a lot of talk during the the voice referendum how we need we need a a a audit of where the 40 billion dollars in indigenous funding is going what about a audit And where does this money go to, this extra $32 uh, $32 billion nationally into the school system? Uh, Where's it going? Like, Is it just going to more bureaucracy, uh, uh, to uh, some more uh, whiz-bang tech fads or something? I'd like to know where where it is going since we're having uh, worse results here again uh like i hope that we are moving towards uh <laughs> uh scrutinizing uh extra spending more and uh at least it was good that uh, bill Shorten uh has realized since he got uh, since he became uh, the ndis minister uh, m- uh much more proactive in getting rid of the rorts and raining uh, raining uh, this uh uh, this uh, program, in uh, even though it was a monster, uh, he uh, that uh, he helped create when he was part of the the Rudd, Gillard uh, governments. Now let's move on to well, there was a a big uh, uh, front page in the the Sydney Morning Herald a uh, last last Thursday uh, by investigative uh, journalist uh, Kate McClymont, who uh, spoke uh, to five men who alleged uh, that uh, talkback radio king and uh, well, now a alternative media host, Alan Jones and also former rugby league coach. and before that former teacher, uh, five uh, men accused him of uh, sexually uh, groping them on the, the crutch and uh, kissing them. Uh, so one was a former two uh, GB driver. Uh, one uh, was a former uh, musician. Uh, well, it was a musician who I uh, Alan Jones mentored. Uh, one uh, was a a tech uh, whiz kid, uh, Alex Hartman, who is now deceased. Uh, one was a waiter, and uh, one. Uh, was a young man who, uh, well, actually reached out to Jones to have him mentor him because they grew up in the the same town. And now there's been rumors and innuendos about Alan Jones uh, for years. He was arrested in the the late 80s in a London public uh, toilet block for outraging uh, public indecency, though the charges were uh, dropped. Uh, Now, there was a 2006 biography published by uh, Chris Masters called Jonestown. He was also uh, one of the reporters who did all the uh, uh, reports on uh, Ben Robert Smith's alleged war crime. So he's uh, been around for a number of years. Now, this Jonestown uh, book, although it didn't accuse him of uh, uh, sexual uh, misconduct, it it had uh, former uh, students' Uh, at uh, the schools that he uh, taught. Uh, so he taught at the King's School in Parramatta and also a uh, a, a a private school in uh, Toowoomba. It accused him of, uh, well, a, a voyeurism, uh, watching them in the, the shower. Uh, he was dismissed from the, the King's School in uh, the mid 70s over uh alleged love letters he wrote to uh some of his uh, favorite male students although uh, they weren't of a sexual nature that just saying how much he admired them and that uh, how well they were uh, doing uh, alan jones has well as a as a coach uh, because he did do a lot of coaching in his uh, uh, when he was a, a private school uh, teacher he had a reputation as being uh, one of the strictest and scariest teachers that uh, uh, students ever had I actually uh, met a, a, a former uh, student of his who said oh, you're never bored in in his class uh, <laughs> though he was uh, very uh, imposing so he's a very old school uh, old school teacher uh, but, but, uh, though Alan Jones, he has his uh, defenders, like, like I said, he's uh, mentored many athletes uh, who have uh, thanked him for uh, th- thanked him for his uh, friendship and support over the years and uh, rejects reject uh, uh, reject uh, that uh, that uh, he's any anything but a a supportive uh, person. And uh, and mentor. Uh, now these are just allegations. Uh, Alan Jones, through his lawyers, have said uh, that these allegations are demonstrably uh, false, and he's threatening defamation action. Uh, Kate McClymont, uh she published an article that there was a, a in 2017 a 17 year old uh, boy who uh, Alan Jones uh, was helping him and uh, his uh, mother financially uh he alleged the boy that he was uh, groped at alan jones's rural farm and the police uh made a complaint to police but the police said it's your word against australia's most uh influential broadcaster so that was in today so kate mcclymont she's certainly uh not not deterred and certainly i think she knew and uh this Sydney Morning Herald knew they would, they would probably be sued if they published these, these accusations. They've all claimed that the five accusers, they're willing to uh, uh, to participate in a police probe. Uh, but uh, a lot in uh, when there's these me too accusations they uh, that come through the media, why didn't you go to the police first instead of going to uh, the media? Like I said, uh, Alan Jones has his uh, defenders. And of course, Alan Jones has been a target uh, for many years by the, the cancel mob uh, because of his uh, outspoken views. Remember, Sky News canceled him uh, because uh, they, they uh, freaked out when YouTube deleted a couple of their videos that featured him questioning the vaccine. Uh, that's uh, when he started uh, ADH uh, TV, uh, which has grown to have a, a number of uh, other network uh, stars, such as Daisy Cousins, Alexandra Marshall, uh, David Flint, and uh, amongst uh, amongst other people, uh, Peter Credlin uh, said that the Alan Jones allegations, not the man I know and respect, because that uh, article also accused him of being a misogynist. Remember, uh, I- I- during when uh, Julie Gillard was prime minister, uh, he was secretly recorded saying that Julie Gillard's father probably died of ch- shame because of uh, the lies his daughter told in Parliament and uh, he had this metaphor as a chaff bag he said he'd throw Julie Gillard and Lord Mayor Clover Moore in a chaff bag uh, to see and let them swim back and remember in 2019 he famously said that I hope Scott Morrison's fully briefed to put a sock down the throat of uh, Jacinta Ardern I see her on the TV we, one more time I'll puke I hope he, he's got a few backhanders ready uh, re- re- ready uh, for her uh, though to Jacinta Ardern's credit she didn't play the feminist card just basically said I don't have an opinion on everybody has an opinion on me and uh, I noticed a few of the uh, alternate uh, media uh, types such as Chris Primod uh, who's a he's a pro he's in the Australian alternative media has a podcast he's also pro-Palestine he said Alan Jones is about to find Uh, find out what happens when you don't go along with the approved narrative. And uh, Ralph Pavette said Alan Jones is about to get cancelled. Why? Because he didn't go along with the leftist narrative. They're trying to do to him what they do to everyone who pushes back against the left and the elites who controls the left. If he promoted the narrative that the left wanted, he would have been hailed as a hero. You're uh, going to have to wake up or the West is in trouble. Now, if Alan Jones is gay, uh, that's his personal business. It's not, uh, there's no obligation for him to come out. Uh, Obviously, if somebody is like, obviously, all uh, relations, whether opposite or same sex, uh, should be based on uh, consent. uh, But these are all allegations uh, though over the years, uh, the left they have been uh, widely uh, hypocritical uh, uh, when it comes to Alan Jones's sexuality, uh, making uh, gay jokes about him that they wouldn't make about, say. A Tom Ballard, or oh, Tom Ballard has actually been accused of uh raping another man, although he just simply denied it and said, I'm a supporter of me too, and that was the end of it there. So, Tom Ballard uh didn't get cancelled uh when when he was accused of of uh rape there, so it just shows you again uh the double standard. I remember back in uh 2019 uh that uh, I wrote a article on on the Unshackled talking about uh the leftist uh, hypocrisy of uh of uh leftists when it came to came to alan jones i'll see if i can i can bring it up now uh now alan is in his late eight, uh, in his early 80s he is uh very ill a lot of the time he has severe back pain so he has constant uh, surgeries uh, it, it back surgeries, uh, so a lot on these uh, ADH uh, TVs absent for a lot of week, a lot of uh, uh, weeks, and so there's a lot of uh, substitute uh, uh, presenters, uh, such as uh, Fred Paul, uh, who I think is is definitely uh, under underrated and uh there's also jason morrison who's been filling in for him the former uh seven new sydney director uh, he, uh here it is here if i bring it up leftist hypocrisy in jones uh attack i mean they bring up the the, the public toilet uh arrest though i mentioned here uh that uh Nobody holds uh the uh George Michael uh, arrest. And well, he was actually uh con- convicted a uh, uh George Michael of uh of uh, uh public indecency and had to do had to do uh community service. As I mentioned here, many comedy programs over the years, such as Chaser and Fat Pizza, have made gay jokes about him and uh, Triple J called uh, uh, leaks of his outtakes the closet recordings of Alan Jones, which they wouldn't say that about a left-wing uh, gay DJ. Now, the, the, the outtakes... Uh, they're sort of a whole bunch like they're sort of similar to the ones that when Bill O'Reilly said fuck it we'll do it live (laughs) and repeatedly Alan Jones get pissed off at uh, dust in the studio is like oh there's dust here as somebody who keep who maintains their own home studio studio equipment it is. It, 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 it. They are dust magnets. If you don't clean them, like every second day, they're just full of dust. Like the, I uh, the uh the soundboard that I have here that accumulates dust. So do the computer monitors and and everything. So when you, uh, when you're maintaining your own studio, <laughs> you 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 do uh, understand uh, why uh, high profile presenters. lose lose their temper. All right, that is it for the Australian news. Now, let's go over to the UK where Rishi Sunak is getting tough on migration, uh, both uh, legal and illegal. He outlined uh, last week uh, his uh, plan uh, to reduce Net migration, uh, because uh, they uh, their net migration numbers. I mean, they were uh, they are even more obscene as Australia's around seven hundred thousand uh, over uh, the past year. Uh, so it's similar uh, to Anthony Albanese's announcement. So it's promising to cut numbers by around three hundred thousand and make sure that immigration always benefits the UK. ensuring the NHS and our most innovative business always have access to the talent they need to succeed. Uh, So again, uh, just window dressing and the abuse of uh, the system through uh, visas and also uh, stopping uh, equals immigration undercutting. So the minimum salary will increase by 48% Uh, to stop uh, to 38,700 pounds, to stop employers intentionally hiring overseas staff for less uh, than British workers and stop employers over relying on migrant workers. Make sure those come to the UK can support uh, families uh, because, uh, well, again, it's the same thing here, the family uh, reunion. Uh, So that's part of why the minimum threshold, thirty seven. 1800 pounds that's around 75000 Australian uh dollars uh banning most overseas students from bringing family members to the UK so yeah Rishi Sunak he's this time uh, the Tories uh, they're really going to reduce uh migration I, I assume that rishi sunak thinks that uh, uh, that uh, that'll really impress uh, talk TV and GB news they will be uh, 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 they, they will be uh, praising or oh, they because <laughs> they do seem to be easily impressed by uh Tory's, uh cheap talk or it's more like useless t- talk and also uh Rishi sunak He's uh, trying the uh, Rwandan uh, solution again—the safety of Rwanda asylum immigration bills. So this new emergency bill—it's—it's uh, it, trying to get around this Supreme Court decision uh, that ruled that uh, Rwanda wasn't a safe country for asylum seekers to be settled, and uh, the new Home Secretary. Uh James Cleverley has been over to Rwanda to have some guarantees. Uh, so uh, the the uh the UK government has so far spent 240 million pounds on sending zero uh as- illegal asylum seekers to Rwanda. Uh, now of course Rishi Sunak uh he's not uh not leaving uh the European court on uh human rights uh but instead it's uh, it's called i think it's called uh, called uh, it's a, a some sort of uh exception that gets around the human rights act and uh the uh, carve out uh, to get around uh, human rights act and uh the Euro- the the european uh, uh, court of human rights which for some reason even though they've left the eu Uh, uh, the UK they're still in the Council for Europe which uh, is part of which uh, takes in the European Court of Human Rights and amazingly there is some uh, backbench Tories who don't like uh, that uh, there's these uh, carve-outs for uh, uh, carve-outs in the bill uh, to exclude human rights and European Court of Human Rights provisions uh but you can guarantee on one thing uh, that uh that uh the the boats are not going to be stopped uh nobody is going to be sent to Rwanda no asylum seeker is going to be illegal asylum seeker is going to be sent to Rwanda uh, don't take my word for it uh, take uh one of the uh uh the UK Tories own backbencher uh, own backbenchers. My favourite character, sorry, MP uh, Michael Fabricant. Here's uh, uh, Frank' admission on on GB News. But with polling now, that Rishi Sunak is less popular
2: than Liz Truss was when she was the least popular, if you see what I mean, Uh, he knows that he's got to deliver. And actually, I think Rishi Sunak's heart is in the right place, but the time for talk is over, it's time for delivery, and he knows that.
1: Mm, The question is, is it going to be enough? Too little, too late, perhaps?
2: There's going to be some emerg- well, yeah. There's going to be some emergency legislation, I think, this Thursday. So I'll just say to my colleagues, if you are hoping to get back to your constituencies, forget it, because uh, I think we're going to have some legislation which will do what you've just said. That's addressing, of course, by the way, legal migration. What we also have to address, of course, is illegal migration. We made the rather silly promise, in my opinion, to stop the boats. We'll never stop the boats.
0: There's some refreshing honesty from Michael Fabricant there. And uh, if only he could admit uh, that his wig is fake, as Lady of Shalott says. Now he denies that he wears a wig. He went on a a a dating show called Celebrity First Dates, and then Prime Minister Theresa May said that uh, I'm not sure if he's the celebrity or the the first date because he is a bachelor, uh, single, and the woman that he's on a date with asked him, "Are you are you wearing Boris Johnson's hair?" And he says, "No, Boris Johnson." Where's mine? Like, why can't he just admit it's a wig? Like, Donald Trump still can't admit that that's not his real hair. I mean, I, I think the only uh, celebrity to admit that their hair was fake was was Bert Newton. Uh, he, he 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 had his uh, wig fall off in uh TV uh appearances and at at the Logies. Uh, So, yeah, but yeah, Michael Fabricant, he's not a character. He's a real MP. Hair's fake, obviously. He's been the MP for Litchfield for about 30 30 years. He was a Boris uh, loyalist. Uh, It's not just the hair that they had in in common. And uh, he also made the point that Rishi Sunak is now less popular than Liz Truss. I mean, uh, so Keir Starmer, he's in an unassailable lead. He's in for a, a bigger landslide than Tony Blair in 1997, uh, trying to bury the the ghost of uh, Jeremy Corbyn as Plummer's Blairism on steroids. So he upset some of the Labour faithful by making a pitch for Thatcherites uh, to, to vote for him, which, oh, that was, yeah, that was a very, 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 uh, uh you can't say anything good about thatcher on the british left still now uh moving on uh to uh, the uh, the middle east uh, so israel is uh, uh with the resumption of uh, their operation to destroy hamas i uh, they uh, believe uh, that uh, they are making significant process and uh they are putting out all of this uh vision of uh of hamas uh fighters they say uh, surrendering uh so a uh, and uh it has been noted uh that uh they are in in their underwear uh blindfolded chained together uh so they've surrendered in the jabal refugee camp and now the IDF have said that they've done this uh, to make sure that they don't have any weapons on them. I think to, uh, to, to make it clear uh, that uh, the gay IDF soldiers are not planning to rape them as some sort of rape revenge uh, for Hamas uh, raping uh, their women on the October uh, 7th uh, attack. Obviously, uh the, the World Health Organization, they've gotten involved saying that uh the uh the the, the food and uh medical uh, medical uh situation in Gaza is we dire. We're like, I can't keep up. I have they been told to the Gaza residents move to uh southern Gaza or northern Gaza. I can't really uh, can't really keep up there. And uh, now over in the United States uh, since the October 7 attack. Uh, The universities have been hotbeds of uh, pro-Palestinian anti-Israel activism. And uh, so the presidents of uh, MIT, Harvard, and university of pennsylvania upenn i should also say that mit stands for massachusetts institute of technology they're all asked about uh their inaction on anti of anti-semitism on campus but uh, the the answer that left everybody uh, stunned uh, was from the university of uh, pennsylvania uh, president elizabeth mcgill now UPenn is an Ivy League college, or so is Harvard, uh, MIT is not. Uh, this was her answer, Elizabeth McGill, uh, when asked whether calling for the genocide of Jews is against uh, their campus policies. Ms
1: McGill, at Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct, yes or no? If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment, yes. I am asking, specifically calling for the genocide of Jews, does that constitute bullying or harassment? If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It can be harassment, yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? The speech is not harassment? This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm going to give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. The answer is yes. And Dr. Gay at Harvard.
0: Did you see this, uh, for those uh, viewers, did you see the smug uh, look on her face answering that question like she found the, 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 the question or proposition hilarious? Well, she fucked around in Congress and she found out uh, she has now resigned Uh, her presidency at the University of Pennsylvania. And obviously we have found out, uh, well, more people have found out, I should say. Uh, It has been uh, clear to uh, those with knowledge of how uh, universities are, uh, who university benefactors are in the United States. Uh, A lot of them are Jewish. And so when uh, the president of an Ivy League college uh, says uh, that calling for the genocide of Jews is not necessarily does not necessarily constitute harassment on campus well I, you don't you don't upset I the people who are funding your absorbent salary and so she is is gone. and we have seen uh, that uh, a lot of uh, uh, Jewish individuals who give uh, give money to these colleges I have uh, withdrawn them over over uh, the conduct of students and academics on campus. And it's been pointed out, how come you're okay with the last eight years of anti whiteism on campus, but uh, I now apparently, uh you, the, this is uh this is uh beyond the pale uh uh now that it's well it's against your own people uh though you're fine with all the anti whiteism even though well basically you should have known that they were gonna come for you eventually uh if they're they're going after going after whites then you're then they consider you uh white as well. They're gonna come after and they have come after uh well I should say the Jews after October 7 I mean a lot of the act the supposed pro-Palestinian anti anti-Israel activism in uh, US major cities is just targeting uh Jewish businesses. Now, let's go to the fourth Republican presidential uh debate which uh, was uh, hosted by uh fledgling a new uh, news network, News Nation, and they also brought uh, brought back uh, to uh, the moderation stage uh, Megan Kelly, uh, which uh, obviously uh, the the, the her main adversary in Republican debates. Donald Trump uh, was not there, uh, so uh, the four that remain standing it is Nikki Haley, uh, the neocon rhino, uh, fake libertarian Coke, uh, Coke money, uh, uh, choice. Uh, there is Chris Christie, who is doing a very poor job at trying to stop Donald Trump getting the nomination, given he's far out ahead in the polls. And, uh, Ron DeSantis, who is, oh, uh, last year's flavor, uh, since, uh, Haley is coming second in the polls. Uh, but, uh, the man who is well uh, getting uh, getting a lot of the the headlines uh, for his truth bomb statements is uh, businessman Vivek Ramaswamy, and he took uh, before <laughs> I'm not sure if you've seen this. He um he he took all the 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 other three candidates to task uh for uh sucking up to donald trump and then running against him and uh also uh the all, all the conspiracy theories are true basically
2: with all three of my other colleagues on this debate stage is all three of them have been licking Donald Trump's boots for years for money and endorsements. Ron DeSantis, you've been a great governor, but you would have never been one without actually begging Donald Trump for that endorsement. And you attacked him in your book a year ago. Same thing with Chris Christie as a lobbyist, begging them for COVID money for his special interests in New Jersey, prepping him for the debates last time around. These people are now Monday morning quarterbacking some decision he made. I think the real enemy is not Donald Trump. but a basic statement of the Democratic Party's platform. That the 2020 election was indeed stolen by big tech. That the 2016 election, the one that Trump won for sure, was also one that was stolen from him by the national security establishment (coughs) that actually put up the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that they knew was false. There's a reason why I'm the only person on the stage who can say these things. That's what it's going to take, not people who were licking his boots one time and now Monday morning quarterbacking and criticizing him when it's convenient. Governor Christie.
0: I see the moderator's trying to shut uh, Vivek down there. It would have been funny if he said about the the, the great replacement, I'm leaving proof of the great replacement. I mean, <laughs> that, that, that that would have been uh, the, the the best irony. Uh, now, uh, remember, if you want to send a super chat uh, to support the program and the Unshackled, I've put the link into the YouTube live chat. Uh, so uh, Vivek, he has uh, just appeared on the last day on Alex Jones Infowars, who has now been restored to Twitter after Elon Musk uh, put forward a poll and uh, now when he took over Twitter uh, he made it uh clear uh, that he didn't like Alex Jones and said uh oh he uh, said that uh, he didn't want to let him back uh, because of his uh, belief in their Sandy Hook uh, conspiracy theory though Tucker Carlson sat down with Alex Jones uh, for a an hour. I think it was, it was it was quite a long time might have been over an hour in depth and elon musk because he owns twitter x now i uh, decided to watch it where alex jones clarified uh what the sandy hook lawsuits uh were really about uh which the billion dollar uh judgments threatened to bankrupt him and so elon musk i uh, he, he Watched, watched Tucker's interview and decided, well, let's have a poll. And of course, I, the uh, the result uh, was that he would be restored. And so Alex Jones is back and he's actually uh, interviewed uh, Elon Musk. Uh, now, he is, remember when uh, Elon Musk uh, took over Twitter, was supposed to collapse uh, within Months, uh, because he didn't know uh, what he was doing, and all, all the people were going to leave to uh, Macedon or <laughs> Meta's, uh threads, and then of course uh, when uh, Elon Musk I, uh, called out I, the the ADL uh, for uh, for f- funding uh, mass mass migration people who people who hate them at being okay with anti-whitism until it became uh and anti- the anti-semitism a uh, elon musk was accused of anti-semitism and the the usual people uh media matters who he's suing uh advocated for the the big corporations to pull their ads uh from twitter x including uh that uh that uh, most uh ethical and noble uh, corporation uh disney uh which uh brought back a uh, their former ceo bob eiger uh, to try and save uh the company uh but didn't do isn't is doing a terrible job and so uh, at a a cnbc event he was asked about uh, uh bob Iger uh withdrawing advertising from x and uh, elon musk his uh Response uh, was uh, was blunt and principled.
2: Apology tour, if you will. that This had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger. I hope today. they stop. You hope uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise. No. What do you mean? if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money? Go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel.
1: Don't
0: about, advertise. How do you think that it uh, But uh, Bob Iger, he is okay uh, with uh, Disney advertising on uh, Metas the social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, uh, despite uh, the Democrat Attorney General in New Mexico launching a lawsuit alleging that meta services uh, have enabled child sexual abuse and trafficking. Uh, So uh, shouldn't Bob Iger, if he is uh, worried about a a social media uh, platform having unsavoury and potentially illegal content, he should uh, withdraw his advertising from Meta immediately because, well, uh, child sex trafficking and child sexual abuse material is illegal. I mean, anti-Semitism, it is considered hate speech, but is not illegal in the united states because of the first amendment so uh what uh facebook and instagram meta is accused of is way more heinous uh, than uh what a what a x is being accused of and so uh elon musk has called for disney to fire uh bob Iger. uh so I mean, do we assume, and if the ads stay up on uh, Facebook and Instagram, the Disney ads that Disney is okay uh, with uh, uh, with the abuse of children? I mean, Disney Plus is uh, nicknamed Groomer uh, Plus. I mean, the only reason to have a Disney Plus uh, subscription is because of the legacy twenty first uh, twenty first uh, century Fox programs such as Simpsons uh, Futurama Family Guy American Dad uh, the X-files uh, all of the the new crap that they, they they put out I mean Marvel is just with their multiverse uh, their microverse and then there's got to be a, a a minority LGBT character in every single uh, show I'm not sure if you saw the recent uh, South Park. A mini movie, uh, uh, the Into the Pandaverse, <laughs> where every Disney movie is uh, put a chick in it, make her gay and lame. Now, a, a, another a high profile person who's uh, in trouble is uh, Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Uh, so after the sweetheart uh, plea deal got knocked back, Uh, from a federal judge. He has got uh, nine new uh, uh, federal tax charges against him. Uh, But now uh, Hunter Biden, he is trying to play the victim, saying that there is a white ring vendetta against him and that Republicans uh, are trying to to kill him. And so uh, he he made those comments on musician Moby's uh, podcast Uh, So the pair know each other from rehab, with the musician also having attended Biden's art events. Uh, So this, uh, so the comments come after Ted Cruz labelled Biden a crackhead with no discernible uh, skills. Uh, So, I mean, I've said previously, I feel sorry for Hunter Biden. He was the screw up uh, Biden's son. Bo Biden was the golden, golden child, uh, but uh, the attorney general of Delaware was being groomed for to be president of the United States, but died from brain cancer that he caught from chemicals in uh, Iraq. And like, I've, I've thought it completely uh, undignifying and inappropriate for news outlets to publish those nudes of Hunter Biden. I don't want to see them. I think that's really. Uh, Yes. Uh, The fact that, um, well, he has committed uh, tax violations, the fact that he is alleged uh, to have used uh, his uh, father's position as VP uh, to get uh, favourable deals in Ukraine and China, that is certainly corruption, abuse of office, uh, if Joe Biden is involved. There's all this talk still that uh, Biden uh, will be, won't make it until the 2024 presidential election. It'll be Gavin Newsom or uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, So uh, 2024, uh, it will be a year full of surprises. So who knows where we'll be by November 2024. I mean, by this time in uh, December 2019, uh, did we really think that by November 2020, uh we'd uh be in the the middle of one of the great uh scandals and human uh, rights uh, violations of the 21st century with the lockdowns and mandates uh to fight a virus with over a 99 survival rate Uh, so they are still trying the virus scares probably for next year Uh, So remember, there's the the not-mystery childhood pneumonia in China, which is actually mycoplasma bacteria. Uh, Also, uh, they tried the new COVID variant earlier this year, but Alex Jones, when he called that out, they were like, shit, uh, we better uh, abort. Uh, There was the swine flu that was found in the UK. Uh, Now, do you know what they're trying again now? You'll never, never believe it it's monkeypox, the super deadly clade. There is an outbreak in the Democratic Republic of the Congo of a monkeypox clade, which is 10 times more deadly than the monkeypox that uh, spread uh, all over the world in 2022. Uh, It's called clade one. uh, So it has apparently a 10% a fatality rate, and the World Health Organization is very worried about uh, this spread of. Uh, it's not called monkeypox anymore because that's apparently racist and stigmatizing. It's mpox now. It's apparently killed nearly six hundred people, mainly children, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo uh, this year. The country has reported over thirteen thousand cases uh, in twenty uh, twenty three. Uh, which is uh, double in the last peak in 2020. And uh, so remember that this is a viral infection that spreads through close contact, uh, causing flu-like symptoms and pus-filled lesions, most cases mild, that it can kill. As we uh, saw, it can also be sexually transmitted. That's how almost all cases in the West uh, were uh, transmitted. And now, of course, uh, uh, the... Monkeypox Mpox outbreak it was largely contained in the West because of existing smallpox vaccines, uh, though there is only apparently one uh vaccine, a distribution network in the, the Congo. So there's many hurdles there. Uh the WHO is also worried about an outbreak among sex workers in South. Cured uh, because of the vulnerability, of the population, as well as the risk of the infection spreading to neighbouring uh, countries. Now, even though it is mild and in the West are uh, spread through, spread, spread through uh, mainly sexual contact, almost exclusively in the West through men who have sex with uh, men, it is still like 10 out of 10 for pain. Uh, those who have had it uh, will attest to Way more uh, painful uh, than a COVID infection. Uh, lady here, Charlotte says, "You make your bed, you lie in it." Uh, pardon the pun there. A pale conservative Australian who cares about the Congo. Oh well that is very very racist of you you should still you sh- you shouldn't own, you should care about all disease outbreaks not not just when they they make it to the west though i wouldn't advocate closing the border from the from the the congo the border closures don't stop the spread of diseases and it's not like we have a huge <laughs> travel here and there from the democratic republic of the congo which is different from the republic of the congo they're two different nations um, and of course the Democratic Republic of the Congo, it's not really democratic. Um, though it would be, intru- uh, yeah, I wonder if there's uh, the, the, the sexual transmission in, uh, Democratic Re- Republic of the Congo, homosexuality is illegal there. Uh, so is it just through heterosexual intercourse, uh, that it's being, uh, spread? Uh, but yes, uh, World Health Organization is very, very well uh, worried. Dawn Browning says, in, is that Melbourne wheel uh, still, is things still broken? Asking for guests. I think it still is. Yes, uh, it broke down during Dan's lockdowns. Dan's lockdowns broke it, I think. All right. Uh, so coming to the end of the show. Thank you for watching uh, once again. Uh, now, uh, the Melbourne Underground Film Festival with Richard Wollstonecroft is uh, he is he's now under underway. It's at the Q room in in uh, Thomastown because the the inner city venues in uh, Brunswick and Northcote uh, cancelled on him. so it began on the eighth of December and is going until the 14th of uh december and uh richard Wollstonecroft the uh director of melbourne underground field festival muff for short a host of the report from tiger mountain Uh, there'll be a fresh report this week i just published his report on uh, the, uh, the uprising in Ireland. He was invited onto the great Sam Newman's uh, You Cannot Be Serious podcast last week uh, to promote Muff. And uh, this, is, uh, uh, this is the trailer for it. Standing next to me is Richard Wollstonecroft from Muff. Uh, quickly, tell
2: us what Muff is Independent Film Festival, Troublemaker, Anti Cancel Culture, Anti Woke. And it's coming up shortly.
0: And um, yeah, like I said, a a pale conservative Australian, a, a proposed a Muff meetup, but Thomastown is way too far away. It's in the far north, which is Melbourne's uh, Arabic and Turkish home. I uh, I don't venture as a southerner that far uh, f- that far north. And well, a... <laughs> The, the city is broke, uh, and our infrastructure is still not up to scratch. It's hard to get up to the the north. Dan's northeast link that he started is not going to be finished until 2029. Uh, and and the supposedly suburban rail loop is going to be making it easier uh, to get to uh, the outer suburbs. But the first part won't be ready until 2035, uh, which is... Uh, it's over 10 years uh, 10 years away if it is if it is finished costing 35 billion dollars uh so yes melbourne is i mean it's not as bad as sydney uh, to get around they've just had a <laughs> one of their uh new newest pieces of infrastructure the roselle interchange has actually made traffic worse so i hope that's not the same when uh dan's westgate tunnel eventually opens in 2025 but yes Melbourne it's a it's easy to get into the city centre but not to the other side of the city the north and especially the north there uh because the the NIMBYs there don't like uh, any any good infrastructure there but I digress there'll be no theorists uh tomorrow night uh with myself and Andy Notch we're on hiatus uh until uh, the new year uh we have got two strikes on YouTube uh so we, when we start in the new year we want to start with obviously a clean s- slate and andy behave himself uh so we'll let you know uh when the theorist uh does uh return uh but tim's news explosion the final episode a uh, news explosion for the year next monday i will see you then 9 p.m melbourne time on the Wilmsfront youtube channels and uh of course on streaming on odyssey and rumble and all the theorists archive the full 20 episodes they are also on uh odyssey and rumble so make sure uh, that uh, for the wilms front whether it be wilms front the theorists or the main unshackled channels subscribe on odyssey and rumble as well because i noticed tonight uh, that uh, youtube was very slow uh, to send out uh, the notifications uh, eventually uh, you all you all uh, managed to to find the stream which was good thank you so much for the the discussions tonight apart from the auditing australia a uh, talk i mean like i said i don't follow the channel i don't know all the e-dramas and that i'm not particularly interested uh <laughs> so I, I can always do without uh, that in future streams so make sure you get organized for christmas and, uh, it, make sure that it's stress-free, uh, don't stress yourself out. And also with uh, a few hot days coming up, please do the common sense things. Sunscreen, water, uh, don't be a, uh, don't, don't be a stupid person and not do the basics because there are stupid people who don't stay hydrated and who just, uh, suddenly collapse with heat strokes. So don't be one of those people as well and uh, a conservative Australian. If you rewind the episode, I talked about uh, the uh, the new fake uh, migration uh, strategy from the Albanese government. Uh, so it's pretty thorough tonight. Uh, thank you, everyone. Good night. I'll see you next week. Uh, stay safe, stay sane, stay cool, uh, stay happy and stay humid as well because we always need that good night.